Well, boys, I don't know about you, but this is a, uh, it's been a very strange, strange couple weeks in the Premier League. Uh, and I guess it's, uh, it's going to continue. This is Red Card Radio. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from three friends who support different clubs. My name is James. I support Arsenal. Uh, tonight, that's Brad up top. Uh, and then down below that, Sean. Brad supports Chelsea. Sean supports Tottenham. Hello, boys. How are we doing? I'm feeling fantastic. Yeah, and we'll get into your your feelings in a little bit, I'm sure. Sean, it's good to see you. Yeah, good to see you as well. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, this These last, like, three weeks after... After the first FA Cup round, then like this split, split winter break, and then into another FA Cup weekend coming up, it just it seems like, it seems like nothing's going on, um, and we're in like the thick of the season. But uh, we will get into that. We got a couple games to uh, review, a couple um, transfer news to, stories to go over. The FA Cup weekend is upcoming, uh, and uh, I believe that Sean has some trivia now it's a little bit different this week apparently it's a thinking man's trivia so he 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 hasn't told us about it yet the question was do you want to tell us about it in pre-production or wait till on the podcast and i stall for time and my thought was he just tells it to us now at the beginning of the episode brad and i have time to think about it and then you loyal listeners also have time to think about it and uh you'll have to stick around to the end to see if brad and i are correct so sean let hit us with this 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 trivia question You will see what I mean about having put putting a little thought to it, which I think you guys can, I think you guys can come on come on top of this one. So, uh, Erling, one Erling Holland, the yeah. robot himself, I've heard of him. Has he yeah. has a he has amassed six total hat tricks in the Premier League in just his eighteen months, really. Okay, uh, really less than that because he's been injured. There are eight including one tie, I'll give one away, including one tie, there are eight players that are level or higher than him. Can you name them? Active or non-active? Non-active. This is all time, right? I I don't think it's giving anything away to say that Erling Holland is the leading active player that is currently in the Premier League. But the eight... Okay, so that would mean they were all past players. Erling Holland has the most current... Most hat tricks of any current Premier League player. Yes. So they're all. So so it's all in the past. Erling Holland is the highest, is the high, has the highest amount of hat tricks that currently plays in the Premier League. Okay. So currently plays in the Premier League means they could have previously played in the Premier League and not playing in the Premier League anymore. Could have. And all of their. So someone like a Cristiano Ronaldo, perhaps, still an active player, but not playing in the Premier League. I got you. Okay, that's a good one. So we need to find eight names, and you, loyal listeners, also need to find eight names over the course of the next, uh, conservatively, I'll say 25 minutes. Um, but, you know, Red Card Radio, <laughs> we're not good to sticking uh, to timelines here, so it might be 35 minutes. Who knows? Um, but we're going to quickly uh, go over these uh, these transfer stories. Uh, actually, uh, light subscribe follow, rate, review, all those things. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. Yeah, hit the bell. Share it with a friend. Hit the share button and put it on your X account or your Instagram feed. Do a TikTok dance if, if you're into if you're into yeah. the TikTok. Um, Maybe we'll send some more stickers out. Oh, yeah. We do have stickers. Brad's, have got, stickers. Brad's got more stickers. If you want a sticker, hit us up Tag on us. 
yeah, tag us on, on the socials or hit us up on the uh, YouTube comments and we'll figure out how to do it. Join our Discord. That's another way to reach us. Okay, yeah. so transfer news. Uh, I guess really the biggest the biggest transfer news is Calvin Phillips' uh, loan with an option to buy from Manchester City to West Ham United. Um, now, Calvin Phillips had been kind of shopped around to, maybe not shopped around is not the right word, but there had been uh, quite a few suitors had been sniffing around um, West Ham and... Uh, obviously West Ham, but apparently Newcastle as well were interested in uh, Juventus uh, in, in Italy were also interested in Calvin Phillips. Um, I don't know about you guys. Well, if you're ha- Phillips, you probably, if Phillips probably wanted to get out, I mean, he's mired behind. I mean, Rodri missed a couple games this year and he couldn't sniff yeah, a look. Never, never played. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously Calvin Phillips probably should have gone in the summer. Like, like wants, for all intents yeah. purposes, should have gone in the summer. Um, yeah, he got his got a couple of got a couple of cups. Now go actually play the sport that got you there. Yeah, now. it's like he hasn't. He will have not really played any actual football in like eighteen months, and I don't know what he, what he's going to provide out of the gate to West Ham. Um, I think I think this is a situation where it could take him a little while to get up to speed. And they, and so they do have an option to buy as well. I wonder if there is an obligation if he reaches a certain um, appearance threshold. Um, those are sometimes listed as options, but like there's like, if you, if you play 75% of the games, if you start 75% of the games or something like that, then it becomes an obligation or whatever. But yeah, I think, yeah. I, I don't know what the, the fee, uh, for the option is. Do either of you guys know off the top of your head what the option is? No idea. I just saw I a report that he does. There is an option to buy in there. I don't even know if it was reported. Um, so I think uh, Ornstein had it. Oh, did he? Okay. Well, or in, in, Jacobs, one of the two of them had it in David Ornstein. We trust. Um, so hopefully, uh, I guess David Moyes is hoping that Calvin Phillips improves their midfield, uh, gives them another body. Um, West Ham do have, uh, well, I guess they're not in the FA Cup anymore because they lost, right? To they did. Bristol some, City. Bristol City, yeah. And then, but they're still in Europe, if I'm not mistaken. They they progressed in yeah, Europe. Yeah, conference, so. conference League, right? I think you're open. I think they should be in the Europa, Europa League because they won the Europa, Conference League. They, yeah. they won the Conference League. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Um, other big, uh, well, I don't even know if it's a big one, but Newcastle, um, they were looking to sign a midfielder. They signed uh, a, a Manchester City youth product. Um, that's as much as I know about him, but he was signed. Um, Nottingham Forest apparently are uh, unbothered by their by their charges by the Premier <laughs> League and are um, looking to sign a couple different players. I think. Uh, Giovanna Reina. Uh, yes. From from, from... Yeah. Well, I, I don't see why you would be bothered by the allegations or wh- whatever the FA. Just be like Chelsea and City and just ignore them and deny and yeah. pretend it never happened. Or and, then appara- and then apparently the FA can't do anything about it because that's what happens to City. I think that's the big thing that Chelsea does well is that Chelsea sells players very well. Yeah. So like that's why it's never really financial fair play is never really an issue for them. Um and they also cook the books uh for the first year of bullies uh bullies by by being able to amortize players over eight years oh, or nine oh, years. Oh, oh. They, he found his loophole was yeah, like they, Yeah, they were cooking the books <laughs> that way. Um it, it wasn't cooking the books, it was perfectly legal, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever whatever helps you sleep because at night, nobody else wanted to take those risks. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, other big names that are floating around, uh, Aaron Wan-Bissaka and uh, Migi Elmeron are being linked to moves away to the Saudi Pro League. We will see if those materialize. The Elmeron one is a little interesting um, because 
apparently Newcastle are, uh, there's some questions about their finances right now. And yeah. And all I mean, of a sudden, who's the owner of all of the Saudi pro league teams, who's the owner of Newcastle. It just, there we, are some, we, uh, some efficacy questions that should be asked about that. Didn't we, didn't you guys try to ask these questions when, when Chelsea sell sold players for book value to the Saudi league? And now, and now the owners are, are moving money between clubs. Well, I mean, there is some question about like a relationship between Todd Bowley and the PIF. So there, I think there's legitimate questions all around. Um, so I think but. there's probably legitimate questions with all of the other 19 owners and whether or not PIF has some part to play in their companies. Chances are they do. Well, guys, if you remove all of the mounds and mounds of nefarious nature to all of these moves, if you can get sixty million for Almiron, you got to move him because about two years ago that dude wasn't fetching fifteen. Yeah, you move him. So yeah, you move, it, him, it, five, yeah. If you, you move him five minutes ago. Yes, <laughs> yes. If you're getting sixty for Miggy, I'm. Joel can take offense to this if he wants, uh, and I hope maybe Miggy listens to this and we'll have another Jack Grealish run from him uh, in the <laughs> Saudi league or or otherwise, but. Yeah, two years ago, you're barely getting 15 for him. Now you're getting 60, move him. Book yeah. it, Dano. But is it a legit 60 is the question. Is it a legit 60? Is he worth 60? Uh, no, no. At the beginning of this, we put aside all the nefarious nature. He said, I throw know. that away. I know. Somebody's yes, willing to pay 60. <laughs> Even yes. if it's you that's willing to pay 60. <laughs> <laughs> I will pay 60 for him. And take they have, one, one they have paid the themselves $60 million. Yes. All right. Uh, that's enough of that. I'm sure Joel will have thoughts about that in the comments. If you have any news about transfer dealings at your team and you're interested, hit us up in the comments. Uh, Match Week 21. So this is the second half of Match Week 21, the the back half of the games that were yet to have been played. Uh, Arsenal um, get the most resounding victory this weekend, beating Crystal Palace 5-0, um, though I think that that scoreline um, doesn't tell the whole story. Um, so I think we to- we spoke about Arsenal last week, um, and we, we kind of all agreed that Arsenal needed to have a very convincing victory in this match. That if, if they scraped by with a 1-0 victory and it was, it was tight and edgy, that that would not do well to... It would not serve Arsenal well. Um, now, you know, on paper, the 5-0 victory looks really good. Um, however, if we add a little bit of context to it, it was two goals from set pieces, two goals from, from corners. One, um, there was a questionable questionable impeding the goalkeeper situation. Um, and then the other three goals were counterattacks. So um, obviously I'm pleased with an Arsenal victory. Um, I had a friend who was actually at the Emirates for the game. I saw uh, he sent me a video uh, of the Gabriel, the first Gabriel goal. Uh, so that was really cool. Shout out to you, Paik. Um, that, that was great to be able to kind of live vicariously through you in that moment. Um, but uh, the I, 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 I was really hoping to see Arsenal like really break Palace down and dominate a, dominate possession and like pass the ball around and score, having to break down a low block. Um, but it didn't happen. And not, so I still have some cons- I still have some concerns about Arsenal's ability to score goals in tight positions. Um, now, granted, you get corners from you get corners from attacking, right? So my claim that you know you know if you if you don't score on the on your shot on target or your shot towards the goal and it gets deflected and goes out for a corner and then you score on the ensuing corner then I mean I guess like can you really sure. be that mad? Um, but uh, when when. Oh, the second goal is a hundred percent questionable. I think it's a fifty-fifty call. Uh, and that first goal looked a little. What, what did you know about the first one? 
He was, he jumps and then pushes himself up. So, so that picture, um, you're seeing with a headlock. You're seeing him after he heads the ball. Well, no, you see him jump up and his hands go down like this. Yes, his hands the ball. Yes, but then when, but 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 the picture that looks really damning of Gabrielle's arms on the player and around his head and neck is after he's headed the ball and he's coming down. And so um, his so it, it he didn't use the player to he didn't push off the player. I wasn't saying it, I'm saying it's questionable. I wasn't saying it was a foul. I'm I saying it was questionable based on what I saw. Well, if okay, and now if, hold on, time out, time out. Did you think that the Jolinton one was questionable? Yes, we had that discussion. Okay, I'm just saying. Yes, if you think yes, 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 I am consistent ha- on this. You have to you have to say both yes. are questionable. I did. And you I did say that. You can't say the Gabrielle one is questionable if you didn't think the Jolinton one was questionable. I did. I did say I that. I know you did. I, I'm just adding okay. context. Um, the okay. second one is, is Ben I White just find is, it funny that, that you all of a sudden find it acceptable to put your hands on someone when you're going for a header. It was, okay, there is, <laughs> okay, I can get into this if you want, because there's very specific differences in the Newcastle Arsenal one and the Arsenal um But this isn't the one that we want to get spicy with either. It's not. Anyways, but continue. Um, but Gabriel heads the ball and then his arms end up on the player joel linton pushes gabrielle and then heads the ball so there's a timing difference very different What's before one's gabrielle after. did not use the player to gain an advantage she headed the ball and then his momentum carried him into the player and the player say, already had no ability mm, to play the ball mm, okay we we're did, gonna say we, this i'll say one it. is before and one is during there we, we go we did uh, agree to not rehash this so let's move on okay i don't that's all i have to say about the game I, no. I mean, I, my my, own, my 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 standing point is just that that I I wanted to see Arsenal have to break down a low block and and score from a tight position, pass the ball, move the defense around, and like really score a goal. Um, and it just didn't happen. I mean, like you know, fast you know counterattacking is 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 all well and good, um, and it's important. Um, yeah, but That's I would have like, liked I would have liked to see Arsenal have to really work and create a goal. What I did during this game was actually I Sleep. sat I sat on the front porch and watched the grass grow, uh, which was surprisingly more interesting than this game. <laughs> Your butt was not out of bed. Don't lie. It was the seven thirty kickoff. You don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was up up early. Sun oh. sun comes up on that side. So watching the grass. Were you at least drinking coffee watching the grass? No, no, oh. intently, intently watching. Um, can we talk about this Ivan Tony free kick goal in the Brentford Look, hold on. Uh, Forest? Before we get okay. into this, before we get into Brentford Forest, it, Brentford 3-2, right? Uh, how many days was it that um, Ivan Tony was out? Well, he's eight months. So uh, eight months. Oh, okay. Eight okay, so, so he didn't, he just started this season, uh, this, this weekend, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. oh, he already has a goal before Anthony? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was well played, Brad. Thank you. Well, thank we, you, thank we've you. got that's two first because Timo Werner also already has an assist, which is more than Anthony. <laughs> that one's so. even. That one's better. That one is better because we expect Ivan Tony to score goals. I'm just. Saying. I don't expect Timo Werner to do anything, but be offsides. If if somehow Anthony is still playing at Manchester United next year, that is a gift for all of us. Okay, so uh, let's let's talk about this goal. So free kick for Brentford, uh, right outside the 18 yard box. Um, the referee uses the magic foam, gives the little arc, and then the ball's placed in the little arc area, and then he goes to set the wall. And while the referee is walking to go deal with the wall, Tony moves the ball over a little bit, moves it outside of the foam area, just a little bit. 
kind of moves, it moves the foam with it well, too. That happens, that, that happens later because he, the referee then goes to deal with two Brentford players who are standing near the wall. And while he's dealing with the Brentford players, Tony moves the ball even further. And then he picks up the, the foam and tries <laughs> to create a new, what appears to be <laughs> foam area of, uh, of where the ball should have been. Now he then proceeds to score the most, um, the, the easiest goal he's probably ever scored in his life because he just has a free sight line at the goal, wraps it around the, uh, the wall and Matt Turner has, can't do anything about it. No, no um, shot. Now I was watching the, uh, Ben Foster today on fo- football fill Um, and both of both Foster and, uh, the other goalkeeper, ex professional goalkeeper that we're on, we're talking about how, um, they have no problem with it. Like it's perfectly fine. You know, you always trying to get, it's professional football. You're trying to always get an extra inch, you know, extra foot wherever you can. And it's really, it's really forest's fault for not, or it's, yeah, it's really forest's fault for not paying more attention. It's Matt Turner's fault for not paying more attention and keeping his eye on the ball and resetting the wall. And while I think that those are all legitimate statements from one professional footballer to say about another one, I think that the fact that Tony had to pick up the foam and move it, like that's an intentional form of deception, in my opinion. Like he's intentionally in trying to intentionally trying to deceive the referee at that point. Yeah. I think it's, I I, I think forced have a big, big cause here to feel aggrieved. You seem less convinced, Brad. Okay. So, Yes, this was egregious. But if you're going to start regulating this, then how are we going to then we have to regulate the throw-ins? Like how far like they are the throw-ins are much more egregious than what he did. He moved the ball a foot. Yes, it's close enough to the goal and yes it gives him a better shot. 100%. And this was super egregious and it probably should have been spotted. Like somebody should have said something. I I Ben Boster had the best idea ever. There was 11 people looking at that ball and they didn't say anything while he moved it. Yeah. Right. Um, but he moved it a foot. How far do these throw-ins go? I thought about it in the United game last weekend. Uh, where like, the, They had a, like a left winger. I forget who was playing at the time. Left winger grabs the ball because it gets kicked out. The United player walks it up four, five, six yards up the field, drops it for the left back. Who then walks three, four, five, six yards up the pitch? Yeah, and right now, now you've moved, now you've moved almost a tenth of the field. Yeah, you've like moved fifteen yards, and yeah, you're right. not even close anymore. So, like, if we are going to start paying attention to this, then ha- then we need to start paying attention to that as well. Is all I'm saying. Certainly, um, I, I and everybody, and I think every time, I think it's very rare that a player just accepts where the ref sets the ball down. But but it's not. But to be fair, like it's not their job to accept it or not. Like the referee should say, "This is where you're taking the free kick from." If you move it, you know, like that should be cause for for caution. Like I think I think that there's really easy ways to do this. Is that you just at the beginning of the year you make it a point of emphasis and you say, you tell the players, um, you're gonna get like a one yard radius on throw-ins and if you exceed that you have to go back and if you throw it outside of that then you're gonna the, the ball's gonna go the other way and if you if you do that for two weeks the teams are gonna stop doing it if you start 
It's what you allow, yeah. If you start doing calling foul throws for in the first two weeks and like 90% of the throw-ins are foul throws, then then they're going to stop doing it because they know they can get away with it. Um, if you start cautioning players for moving the ball when after the referee has set it for the free kick, and like this, this is a really easy thing for the fourth official to be watching or the or, side, the side like, judges, the like linesman. the linesman yeah. probably doing, but what's the fourth official doing? He's chatting with the managers. The fourth official yep. just to be watching this. Now, now here's the other question. Like, you know, in the middle of the park, they take the ball and they roll it forward with the backspin. So it'll stop. And then like, it's gone forward like a yard and a half. Like that's not super impactful, right? Like the referee hasn't gone over and used the foam spray. And so this is where you're taking it from. I think the difference is, is that if the referee specifically demarcates where, a, a, a free kick should be taken from if it's moved the referee should give you like one warning you put it back and if you do it again i'm giving you a yellow card and you just it, that's a blanket thing for the team the team gets one well, warning i think that is the rule isn't it right. generally it speaking put it, it back then it should be enforced um you know like it's it's i don't know i'm interested i i yes this was egregious and extra but good on him for scoring on his first game back a b look like Ben Foster said, like I agree 100%. There's 11 players and a coach and the whole bench looking at it. You, you mean to tell me nobody saw him do that? It'll be interesting to see what the, the PGMOL come out and say. Because, well, I don't know if VAR can even like interfere. Well, that, like that's Nottingham Forest sent a letter to them, essentially just like asking them, you know, like, like to clarify, to figure out what the rules are. So that'll be really yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. Other other big um, results this weekend. Liverpool continue continue their onslaught at the top of the league. Uh, they win four nil at Bournemouth. It, this this was kind of humorous coming into it. I was I saw Tamzid, you know, tweeting some doomer stuff on 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 Twitter, and uh, this game was always going to be a thrashing by Liverpool. They were always going to destroy Bournemouth. I think I think Liverpool were very clinical. I don't. What you I, expect? I think I'm. I'm with you. Four nil was is a very very harsh scoreline for Bournemouth. Bournemouth didn't create a lot, um, but they played very very well. And so like they had a couple of chances where like probably two four two three like. But like we didn't expect Nunez to score both his goals. Dude, let's be real. Sure, like Darwin scoring both <laughs> is is not what you expect. But like when you think about like when the big boys come to town. Like the um, big boys are going to be clinical. That's what you expect. You expect the big boys to be clinical and um, to have a chance against them. Your keeper needs to have the game of his life and you need, you cannot miss any of your opportunities, right? Like that, yes. that's kind of how, how it breaks down. And th yes. that's what, that's what you see when you see the smaller teams beat the big boys. It's because you took your one or two chances and your goalkeeper was out of, out of this world. Yep. Is generally what happens or the, yeah, big I know team, about that. or the big team was just playing crap. That's also yeah. another, you know, viable thing. Yeah. It was Bournemouth Bournemouth came into that tie playing pretty well. I mean, they had lost the game before that, but they were on they, a good run of form. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. They, they were playing these were extremely the well. Two hottest teams in the past six games. So Yeah. I mean, um, but I, I, I was not surprised when I opened up my phone and saw that Liverpool had won four 0 That was No, like it, yeah, yeah. Without any context, if you just looked at it, yeah, Liverpool being Bournemouth four nothing is probably what we expect. Yeah. I thought I'd add a little contact. I, I got to watch most of that game. Yeah. Um, did you get to watch any of the Brighton Wolves game yesterday, Brad? You were really, I, inter you I were really did. interested in this one. 
I did. Um, and, and a draw is what, and I hoped for a draw and I called and the, I called the draw. Um, it was a very interesting game. It was, it was it, like, even like a nil nil game. It was very good. Both teams played exciting ball. Um, Wolves on the counter is strong. Neto, Neto could be a beast if unleashed right. Um, they had a couple of good chances. In blue? No, they were in red. Oh, in blue. They were in red. what you mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. No. If he's, oh, unleashed, no we... if he's unleashed right, I thought you were alluding to something. Oh, no. Yeah, Manchester City. Yeah, that sky blue. Yeah, City. The sky blue. Getting a ball from Kevin DeBorne. It'll be it'll be silly. Um, speaking of jerseys, that red jersey on Wolves is not the play. I was so confused. I'm not. How? What? Where does like is red like one of their traditional colors? Like where? Like what? I don't know. I know nothing about the, uh, the 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 historical colors of Wolverhampton Wanderers, but that is not the play. And how does yellow and black clash with blue and white? Yeah, I don't. That seems like, like I don't know why they just wear their home jersey. That to me seems like there was some contractual situation with the uh, the kit suppliers that they had to, wear, have to wear. It. They had to wear the third kit so a number of times, so many times during the season. That's what it seemed like to me. Well, what was what I thought was along the same along the same token. We played at Manchester United. They wore their traditional red uniforms at home with the white pants. We wore our home jerseys. Yeah. Why? Why didn't we just wear our away navy blue? It's in map navy blue. It's not even close to red. Sometimes I think for those big matchups between the big teams, they like them to always be wearing like their traditional colors, like Arsenal Chelsea. Arsenal Chelsea is almost always red, full blue. blue versus red and white. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even when we're away. Yep. Now, I don't think that I was the like... case this year at, at Stanford Bridge. I think we actually did wear our away kit. I don't want to go back and but... look. I I would say that we have worn our away jerseys less than three, less than four times. I think it's three, which is ridiculous. I mean, your home kit is pretty iconic for for Spurs. Like it's it's like a very traditional, like well recognized home kit. So like I don't see why not. But I really like the away kit this year. You should <laughs> so buy one. I have one. Oh, you have that's the one that that the that's uh, the Romero the oh, Romero nice. jersey. Nice. So I wear it, but the team doesn't. Well, you know, you can just feel <laughs> exclusive. Yeah. I, I see something about here, FA Cup. Um, my my team doesn't it, it doesn't bother themselves with this. Uh, we're we're too busy dealing with how to fi- how to stop knife crime in London to do to worry about the FA Cup. Um, <laughs> well, well, James, if you're so long, if you're interested in who will be playing yeah, this weekend, oh, me. let me give you a brief rundown. We're going to have. Chelsea hosting Aston Villa. These are, by the way, all the Premier League teams. I'm not going to go through all 16 or 32. So it's 16 games, 32 teams. Um, Chelsea hosts Aston Villa. Tottenham hosts Man City. Which, by the way, speaking of that, I did feel, and I'm sure you did as well, like you got to be kidding me with getting City this early in the FA Cup, and I'm sure you've probably felt a little tiny morsel of that. Uh, I just, for a moment, put myself in City's shoes how mad do you think they are <laughs> that they had to go Arsenal Tottenham back to back? That and both, like both away, right? No, yeah, you played a, at the. We we had Liverpool. We had Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you guys played City last week. Anyways, um, Newcastle host Manchester United. I think that's right. Huh? Sheffield host Brighton. I don't know. They're Manchester City on here twice. Um, 
<laughs> Don't know who Luton Town is playing. Fulham is going to host Newcastle on the Everton Luton Town. Everton Luton Town. Thank you, Brad. West Brom is going to host Wolves. Liverpool as their as their um, replay been decided. They are TBD right now. You said Newcastle is playing Manchester United. Yeah, no, I think no, that's Man- wrong. no. They're playing Fulham. Um, Newport United. Yeah. Newport yeah. County is playing Manchester United. Yeah, I think yeah, something got well, wrong is, here with this well, rundown. Newcastle, Newcastle's away to full. This got this got all off the rails. Something something was put into the notes wrong. Uh, and then Brighton hosts Wolves. <laughs> what you can do? West Brom hosts Wolves. Hit a Google. I don't know. Hit a Google. Go to Google. Up, yeah. Go to Google. Google will tell you because we the can't. notes are all wrong. The notes are all wrong. All right, hey, look, our two teams are right. He is playing yes. City. Chelsea is playing Aston Villa. Friday, both of them. So other both than, of them on Friday. Other than both of them on Friday, what are they? What is the FA which doing? Is, which is crazy because we played to we played Tuesday, and then we we're playing again on Friday. <laughs> that's the FA. That's screwed not the, you. That's not the FA Cup's fault that you're still in the League Cup. No, the the F. Well, I guess the, the FA runs. runs okay, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Whatever. There's like four different organizations that run the run Probably, the same cup. We need just need to get out of the out of the League Cup. It's a waste of time. Should've. Yeah. Yeah. James, you were asking something. I was gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna ask how you feel. Like, do you feel confident? You said I was asking you beforehand. There's a. There's a chance Madison might play. Like, how are you? How are you feeling about this game? Uh, Madison is shooting to be back. That is his projection and his desire. That is not has. That is completely independent of our training staff and our man. Our training or our manager. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that will be up to them. I'm. Sh- I haven't heard anything one way or another if he's going to play, but we are still a few day, few days away. Um, that was an ankle for him. Um, and I think that's gonna be it for coming back. Um. Uh, oh, Kulisevsky will be back. He was just sick. Do you uh, think uh, Dragon ago. Dragon Knuckles gets uh gets a start against me? <laughs> uh, I could. I could think. I couldn't think of many worse things on earth to throw him to the wolves to as Pep Guardiola. Why would you put him? He's played about 15 minutes in the premier league. And then you, why would you just throw him against Manchester city with KDB back? I'm just asking a question. (laughs) No, I don't think you should. No, you should not put him out there. I don't know. I, I Romero and, and Van de Ven. He's a he's a full Romanian international, isn't he? He's been playing in Syria against other big boy center forwards. Has a play against Victor Osimhen. So like, you know, I if if you signed him and he can't help you against City right now, I guess is the thought like like within a year he's going to be useful in that situation. Like because like that's the that's like that's the gold standard in the in the Premier League right now. That's what you're trying to get to is is trying to competing with City, right? Like. I got, I got, I got, I got Sean. Uh, he is an upgrade on Eric Dyer. Yes. So so we, just, I don't know. I don't know what we got, but I don't want to find canned, out the hard way in the FA Cup game. I don't know. They've, they've canned, they've canned Eric Dyer, and brought in Jagan Knuckles. I, I like, I like that nickname. That's what we're gonna go with from now on. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um. No, I, I don't think. I just don't think there's uh, jokes aside. I don't think there's a reason to play him. Just play Romero and Van de Ven, and if you need to bring him off the bench, then bring him off the bench. But, um, get yeah, get him some run against. Uh, I think we have Brentford after that. Get him some run against Brentford. Okay, 
Bournemouth. I mean, yeah, you probably have to watch Van Deven's minutes anyways because he's coming back. Uh, he probably is going to be better. He came straight off of injury into 90 minutes, which he didn't make it because he was starting to cramp. So uh, at this right, point, what... he should probably be back closer to match fit, I would imagine. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're still going to have to watch him like, in this game. I don't yeah, it is It is Brentford the following weekend. So, yeah, get him some run against Brentford. Get him some run away at Everton. Uh, who, that's the following game after that. So there, there's time to get him a rolling start without throwing him to, to Baldy in the FA Cup. Uh, so, uh, Brad, how do you feel about your tie that you have? Yeah. Um, actually, very optimistic because yeah. um, it's at home. Uh, we have gone uh, nine straight uh, unbeaten at the bridge. Okay. Well, it's also probably pretty lucky for you that you're not going to Villa because their place has been an absolute Correct. fortress this year. So. Correct. The last time we lost was October 28th to Brentford at home. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and we played well. Chilwell played left back. I'm very, very excited. I know, I know a lot of y'all were like, what is this text? Um, at the beginning of the season, before Chilwell got hurt, I don't know if you know this, but he was our starting uh, left winger, not our starting left back. Um, well, so I was confused. I, when I saw the lineup that you sent, the first thing I thought was, "Wow, that's an actual starting lineup." Yeah, that, that is same here. That is that is a left back, a right back, two center backs. Well, <laughs> no, it was three a right midfielders. Back. Well, whatever. But close. Wait a minute. Yeah, it was. This I see is a center back. Where was Gusto? Oh. Gusto apparently had a, uh, it's, um, what was it? Appendectomy. Essentially muscle fatigue. Something serious. It was just, he's, he's burnt through, he got injured and then ran for six games in a row. So I think like they sat him for this game. Okay. Um, is what I, is what Load I think it was. I think it was like, yeah. Muscle yeah, yeah. fatigue. Like, like they're professional. Load management, muscle fatigue, whichever muscle one. Fatigue. So, <laughs> so, so this played right back and then we had, uh, Casado, Enzo, Palmer as our middle three. Mudrick on the left, Sterling on the right, and Brocia at the top. So yes, it was a normal lineup. Like I would not mind if we just ran this lineup back. Yeah. Pochettino needs to stop overthinking it. Just start an actual eleven that everybody's yes. in their natural position. Yes, but and this is I mean, this is probably three fourths of what our starting lineup oh, sorry, two fourths of what our starting lineup should be going forward in the back. Um I, I think Fofana should replace Thiago when he's healthy. Um, I, mean, well, I mean, by the time Fofana's healthy, Thiago will no longer won't be, be on the health, team. So correct, probably that's an easy easy swap. Yeah. All right. Well, that probably brings us around to the trivia, J- James. I tried Gosh. to give you a little time. It looked you like saw, you were thinking. You pretty saw hard. me thinking. <laughs> I did. I appreciate that. So. Let's bring it back around for the listeners who tuned in a little bit later, or maybe skip the beginning. The trivia that I have presented to the other two and to the listeners is Erling Holland, the robot himself, has amassed six total hat tricks in the Premier League in a short time. That is good for tied for eighth. Uh, there are eight other players. One is tied. Eight other players that have as much or more than him. Can you name those eight players? All right, Brad. Would like to go first. How many are on your list? Just generally, generally speaking. Uh, how many am I confident in, or how many are on my list? <laughs> That's that. Yeah, give me both those numbers. I have, I have seven, and then or well, eight. 
I have eight down. I have I have seven as well. I'm confident in three of them, I think. I think I have four. Yeah. Brad, no no cheating from the dog. I see that your your yeah. dog is coming to help you oh, on, yes. on this endeavor. Omi is in the building here. He's gonna he's gonna help me. He's gonna yeah. Alright, um my cat has this one is me. the one that I don't think so because because of the way that you worded this scenario, but I did have Salah on here. No, that is incorrect. I no. thought so. I thought so. Um Carrie Kane, because of course it's that, that is that know. is one of them. How did I see yep. Harry Kane? How, <laughs> uh, you missed Harry Kane? I didn't even, oh, even write him. Okay. Oh shit. All right. Uh you want to give a name? Here, let's uh, go back and forth. Let's see. Cristiano Ronaldo? No, that is incorrect. Really? Wow. Cristiano okay. Ronaldo has three hat tricks in the Premier League. Erling Holland has six. Is that true? That took, that took out one of mine. Okay. Yeah, he had two on his first time and one against Tottenham. Last time he played Tottenham. Smile. Um, we lost we lost three two. Aguero. Aguero is the leader in the clubhouse. He has twelve. Ooh. Get that. Sterling? Is Sterling high on that list? Sterling does not have more than Erling Holland. Hmm. Okay, that was one of mine. Does he have five? He has five. Yes. Wayne Rooney. Right, so you guys, have, you guys have two. Wayne Rooney is one of the names. He has seven. I, I had that on there. Right, um, so. Shearer. Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer is second all time. Yes. Look at that back to back. Who has eleven? Aguero has twelve. If I didn't say that. He did. Um, Eden Hazard is one of my question mark ones. That is no. incorrect. Yeah. No, he's not in the top ten. He was like, he had way more assists. Um, you guys are halfway there. You have four. I did have, I did have uh, Drogba as my question mark. That is incorrect. I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't think so because he scored big game goals. He didn't score a lot of goals. You guys are running out. You want to start rapid firing me, Tevez? On no. Oh, I forgot about Tevez. Henri? Yes. Thierry yeah. Henri is one of those. Henri was on the didn't... All right. Um, I'm out. I'm out. Out? Um, okay. James, any more? The, those are all my names. Yeah. All right. So the ones you guys, met, you guys missed, I didn't expect you to get Robbie Fowler. Oh, I should probably should have. Who was third, third all-time, who has nine. Uh, you guys got Thierry Henri at fourth, who is tied with Harry Kane, and Michael Owen. Was the other one tied at fourth? Uh, you guys got Wayne Rooney at seventh, and the one that is tied with Erling Holland is Luis Suarez. Oh, Suarez! Ooh. Man, I should have had that one. Uh, I'm he's, Suarez. he's the currently still playing player. Harry Kane, Luis Suarez, and uh, Aguero plays in Argentina, I believe. Wasn't he playing some? He was playing somewhere. Maybe last year. I don't know. He might be retired. Who knows? That's a good one, Sean. I hope you guys did well as well, loyal listeners. Um, I like that one. I'm proud of myself. I got five of them. Yeah, you guys did well. Let's go. I, I did not do well. I got <laughs> um, I got two. No, I got three. I got three. I got I got uh, Rooney, Shearer, and Henri. Those are the three I got. Okay. Um, that's all we got. Uh, you didn't even put Harry Kane. I'm, wow. I just forgot that he existed. Wow. Um, <laughs> At least it wasn't Jamie Vardy. I would have really been upset if it was Jamie Vardy. <laughs> um, all right. That's all we got for you guys. Uh, hit us up in the comments. Let us know how you guys did in trivia. And we will be back next week. Uh, this is the only episode we're dropping this week because it's kind of a weird week still. Maybe next week um, 
We'll get back to two episodes. Who knows? Maybe let us know in the comments. Do you like one episode? Do you like two episodes? Maybe that'll help us decide what we do uh, going forward. But until then, uh, hit us up on 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 Twitter. Uh, that's at KSBradG. Down below, it's Whiteheart underscore Sean. I am at James Tiffany. Uh, you can reach us on all the socials at Redcard underscore radio. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Hope you guys enjoy some uh, FA Cup football this weekend. And have a good one.